0: Welcome to this episode of Circle of Trades. I'm Todd Studer. In studio today, Travis Waldstein, Air Surf Heating and Air Conditioning in Council Bluffs. Very, very warm week, Travis. Did that make your week busy?
1: It's helped. Yes, it's helped. It's, it's made me warm. It's kind of like locking in and seeing the red balloons in your office this morning. Well,
0: yes. Yes. <laughs> uh, uh, Bluffs Country celebrating the 100th morning show so uh-huh. everything was
1: decorated in uh, red black and white balloons. Uh, and I, I think we should have mixed some yellow balloons in there. It, uh, gold uh, balloons uh, would have been nice. Uh, you know. They would
0: have been nice. I agree. However, uh, there was some, uh, uh, it, was, it was very kind of the folks that uh, pulled the surprise
1: off on me. Oh, so. well, there you go. So you're probably not used to surprises are you? Not so much, no. And usually they're probably unfortunate surprises.
0: Uh, I, <laughs> if you want to have a therapy session i can tell you all about
1: it uh we need days for that right and i didn't bring a beer so (laughs) yeah that'll take a while
0: i'm curious when you have a heat like that we've had over the past week and folks start calling with problems of their air conditioner is the heat exposing existing problems or causing new problems
1: a little bit of both You know, it's like the, it's the call that, oh yeah, it's been doing it for three weeks, but now it's gotten hot and it's gotten worse and now it's not working. You know, that's an, that's an existing problem. You know, a new problem would be, you know, like a capacitor going bad or the fact that Cotwood is flying like, you know, the middle of December in the middle of a snowstorm. And, you know, if you've been driving around, you know the area here lately we've seen all kinds of cottonwood so uh and just kind of plugs up all the intakes all the know. way around oh yeah i looked at one yesterday It probably had a half inch of cottonwood on oh. It. oh yeah took out the compressor you know and uh 15 year old heat pump and it's like well you need either spend x on a compressor or we could talk about buying an upgrade it's up to you and he goes well what caused it i'm like i'm looking at so you see all that white stuff Oh yeah, <laughs> that's always a fun conversation. So,
0: if there is ever a reason to have some type of maintenance program, so it's getting checked regularly, that's probably a big part of that. That you you probably, you could have spotted that a long time ago.
1: Well, yeah, a long time ago. And there are certain areas, um, you know, with our maintenance that we'll actually wait till. We won't necessarily do it in April, May. We'll wait till mid or late June. Sometimes there's areas of Council Bluffs you know that it's cottonwoods flying, or if you're down by, you know, if you're down in Macedonia or Carson, you're down by a river somewhere, you know, where you get a lot of trees. Sometimes we'll wait till the mid or late June to go do the tune-ups out out in them areas because listen you know we could wash the thing off may 1st and it could be clean as a whistle but by july 1st you know it's got a half inch of it so it really depends on you know the area and how thick it is but yeah preventive maintenance will help it uh and i encourage it i mean no i definitely we definitely encourage it for the simple reason listen this equipment is the most expensive thing that you're going to buy in your home period uh, maybe a roof. I mean, roofs are getting to a point now they're about to cost a heating conditioning system. And the way hailstorms are, you know, we're replacing about once every four years at this point. So, But it's one of the couple biggest expenses you're going to spend in your home. And so it also costs mo- most to operate, and it probably has the most c- critical role along with your plumbing because it dictates, you know, the comfort and, uh, you know, the quality of your home life. I mean, if your house is you know, cold and clammy, if your house is warm and sticky, if it's not, you know, everyone uses the word comfortable, but you know what? Everybody's comfort level is different. Mine at night is 68 degrees with the fan blowing on me. My wife is 74 degrees. Ever since she's had COVID, she likes it warmer, but she doesn't want to be sticky. And every customer is different when it comes to that.
0: How often should uh, someone have uh, their air system checked out?
1: At least annually, we do a twice a year deal. Uh, and the reason we do our, we call it our advantage plan. That's the name of it, not my choice, but where we come out twice a year. You can do it once a year, but here's the reality because we have two distinct seasons heating and cooling. You know, realistically, in the fall, when we're out doing our heating tune ups, can we check the air, AC? Yeah, but our focus is really on heating at that point. Now, Um, you know, and same thing in the springtime, you know, April, May comes around, hopefully winter's over and we're kind of more into an AC mode, you know, know, we're we're kind of ramping up. So you kids set up once a year, but really for the best value to where we're kind of tuned in, you know, our mindsets on this condition or this problem, uh, we do twice a year, um, generally as a rule. You know, it's it's not just a matter of having it checked. It's a matter of having it cleaned, making sure your contacts are good, making, for, and I'm talking air conditioning, making sure your freon's well. Hey, are you changing your filters? Are you having any issues with duct work? You know, you know we have about a 30-point, it's a 30-point checkup that we do for heating and and for cooling, um, testing start capacities, you know, verify the operation when it is running, you know, finding out what's going on with the equipment. So it, it's basically, it's a, it's a chance for us getting check to see what's going on with it. And if things are running fine, great. And, you know, sometimes we'll say there's stuff that needs to be addressed, doesn't have to be addressed now, but then it might also come up and says, Hey, the whole preventive part is, Hey, we're finding this issue and it's either we fix it now, or you wait till it's 94 degrees and we can fix it later. year call, it's going to be a lot cheaper to fix it today than when it's 94 degrees and we have to make a return trip out.
0: I'm guessing, I'm a novice and, and I have very little understanding of it, but I'm guessing that you can detect problems that I would not be able to detect, meaning that I haven't noticed that the air is not blowing as cool before, but you can see things that, oh, it's coming though.
1: Mm-hmm. Oh, absolutely. Uh, you know, people could talk to me and kind of give me a symptom and it's like, okay, it's either this or this. I mean, I'm, shoot, with 30 years of doing this, I mean, in troubleshooting run running service, yeah, most of the time. But not, I mean, sometimes it'll be, you think it's one thing and it's totally something different. So that's why when we, it, we can help, we can get you an idea. We can call and you can ask the question. But until we put eyes and ears on it, it's really hard, you know, to say for sure. Now, I've had customers that have sent me videos of what's going on. That definitely helps, you know, dict- that'll help tell me what's going on. But it doesn't mean it's going to tell me what the source of the issue is, what's creating that. And there's a lot of different things. Sometimes it can be electrical. Sometimes it can be mechanical. Sometimes it can be a problem with the utility. You know, there's there's so sort of factors ductwork, duct work, you know. Uh, you run a lot of mold condensation issues. That, you know, that kind of gets into a whole different... Uh, you know spectrum right there and frankly your ductwork is probably one of the most overlooked system components in the heating and air conditioning system but frankly is the most important but you know where the top, you could just you could just run the cheapest smallest ductwork in the system run great where actually it's just the opposite of that well and i'm assuming a lot of these houses that you go into are
0: older and the ductwork was built for a different type of system than what you have now
1: oh yes there's a in this whole area Council Bluffs you go up to Shelby Avoca we just did a system up there the other day I go down to Glenwood. you got these 100 year old area houses in town they had a they had a big old uh, gravity uh, coal-fired, converted, they had the coal chute in the house. And, of course, they got all the supplies on the inside, on the inside walls are the big 12-inch tall grills that stick out a little bit. And they have one great big floor returned out by the big window. I've
0: lived in those houses.
1: Oh, yeah. <laughs> so, you know, and, and, you know, those are also the ones where, you know, Uncle Bob ran the gas line into the house. It's on propane, and he didn't put a regulator outside. So you've got 10 PSI of propane running directly in your house. So what you hear in the wintertime about houses going boom, that would be a reason. That's a pretty good reason to, to you know, but there's a lot of them homes. And listen, them homes are cool. They have character. I love them actually. Um I had one when we lived up in Shelby, but you know, the on some of them they've made a lot of changes. Some of them they haven't made as many changes. You know, part of it comes down to you know, price and what the value and the customer at the time that did to work or made the change over decided what was important and what whoever they talked to at that time thought was the right thing to do.
0: I think that the important thing for anybody is to just have the conversation and have you come out, do the inspection, get onto that maintenance program and let you do your job and spot these problems before they become
1: bigger issues. And the, ultimately... It's gonna it's gonna be cheaper that way. It is, and here's the deal: we can come out. Any of my technicians, Stephen, Hayden, um, um, Justin. You know, I've got a new one, Gavin, that's out running um, some maintenance calls now. And then I've got Chris, and I've got Robert. So I've got six guys that could be out running service and our maintenance. Um, you know, and if there's questions, part of their job is to look. I mean, part of it, as a technician, they're there to find issues. If, they, if there's not an issue, great. What I always tell them is, is it an issue that has to be addressed today? Is it something, hey, they at least need to be aware of? Is it something that they could deal with five years down the road? Age is usually the one that's down the road. Let's say it's 12, 13 years old. People don't know. You know, it's like, hey, listen, you know, there's nothing wrong with telling a customer, you know, it's this age, you know, you might want to start putting some money aside. You know, if you're looking at long-term home maintenance And some of that has to do, how long are they going to stay in the house? If they're moving in six months, guess what? They're not going to give a hoot about it. If they're going to, you know, be in the house for a while, that's going to be a whole different perspective. But part of our job is to say, hey, here's what's brought, you know, here's what we're seeing. And it may not necessarily be a problem today, but it's something we could see that could be a problem down the road. What's the process of getting signed up for that maintenance program? Um, you call us, you can email us probably calling our office and talking to Jane or Desiree is probably the best option. Um, you know, and that phone number is 712-256-4443. Again, 712-256-4443. Um, either one of the gals can talk to you when you're there. My text if they come out to your house for a service call, they can talk to you about it. You know, it's a twice a year, it's a twice a year maintenance check Get you 15% discount on any repairs, you become what we call priority customer. So if we've got 50 calls and you're a maintenance customer, you're gonna move up the list to being a priority customer. One of the biggest things that we do with that, if you're a maintenance customer of ours, we do not let's say you have a you do the maintenance and we have a follow-up service call a month later. Let's say it's either Saturday night at midnight or Tuesday at 10 a.m., whatever time it is, we're not gonna charge you in after hours for coming out we're not going to charge you a diagnostic period for coming out. So if you have that call Saturday night at 10 o'clock and you need somebody out there, when you're on this program, you know, you go call around, you know, they're, they're, at, they're at prices anywhere from 150 to 350 bucks an hour. Just to have someone show up at your door on a Saturday night. Well, you know, with our program, there, there's, there's no cost to you for us to come out. There'll still be a cost as far as the repair, if there's a problem, but as far as for us to come out and check the problem, that's one of the big benefits. Cause the way I look at it, if you're willing to invest in our program, you know, and we're out there to take care of you, you know, I feel it's my due diligence to, Hey, give you something. The maintenance is is a value, but to give you something extra and value to say, Hey, you know, Um, you have a call on Saturday night, that one service call right there alone on a Saturday night is going to more than pay for that maintenance program.
0: How far out is your uh, service area?
1: That's a loaded question. Um, here's what I tell you. Any, from my shop on Nebraska Avenue, Gohawks, Hawks, um, <laughs> it counts bluffs.
0: You're going to hang a sign up. Uh, All the way down the street, everywhere where it says Nebraska uh, Avenue, there's going to be a little sign under there that says Gohawks. That's
1: uh, going to be Hawkeye Avenue right underneath of it, yep. <laughs> you know, we go, up to, we go up to Missouri Valley, Logan. Um, if you do kind of a circle, Shelby, we do hit Avoca. You, you know, Oakland, uh, Carson, you know, we – we get to Griswold once in a while. Uh, so you kind of stuck around pretty much most of Mills County. So, Gledwood, we get down to Tabor, um, obviously Pacific Junction Messenger. So, anywhere, you know, pretty much all of Mills County, most of, of Pot County. Now, we've, we've done a little bit of Walnut. Walnut's not one that we're normally uh, going to, but we've ran calls in Harlan. Um, you know, we've run calls down in Sheehan. That's not a normal service call. We got a couple of customers in Clorinda, but those are not normal calls. So if it's something where it it's got When you're that far out, it's generally either someone that has a relationship with us or wants to really do business with us. But our general, like I said, I would say 30-mile radius, realistically, because if you go out to about Highway 59, I think that's about 30 miles, give or take. So.
0: Yeah, typically if you're going all the way down to Shan, it's probably someone that you worked with locally that moved there, and they just want to be sure to take that relationship with them.
1: Oh, yeah, because, you know, when you get that far away, you know, it's hard for us to go run demand service calls when someone that far away. And and listen, you know, we're a rude dealer and and there's a rude dealer down in Shenandoah. He's a good guy. I mean, you know, I would have no problem, you know, uh, and I know a few contractors around. There's other contractors that are not in our service area. I would have no problem referring business to if they're out of the immediate area, because sometimes it might take me a day or so if it's that far out. And if it's something that needs to be done today, I'd rather have you get taken care of. Versus sitting waiting, I mean, I appreciate you waiting a day and a half for me, but sometimes that's not realistic, you know, especially if it's someone that's got a health condition and they're out there and they need somebody now. My mom's in that boat. My mom lives in Spencer, Iowa. Do you think I'm going to Spencer, Iowa to run (laughs) services? I love my mom, but guess what? You know, I got two contractors up there that could pick up the phone and say, hey, my mom's got a problem. I ain't got time to mess with this. Go look at it for me, please, and thank you. And that's what we do, so.
0: Yeah, typically if you are crossing the river going over into nebraska you've got a sporting event you're going to I, I saw the pictures you were at the college world series just recently
1: yeah i was yeah i go over. we do do some in omaha there's certain zip codes uh we don't market it that's it's a franchise deal i'm licensed in omaha i'm licensed in douglas and sarpy Kansas. it's not that it's a franchise there's some franchise restrictions and and Depending on what situation is, if we existing customers we've done work before or if it's, you know, north of Interstate 80 and east of 72nd Street, yeah, we can go over there. But I'm not marketing, and it's strictly a franchise thing. It's not that I don't want to, you know, service customers over there, and that's a discussion we have a lot um you know um that we can we could spend two hours in a therapy session talking about that whole deal we're gonna uh,
0: be going back and forth
1: yeah um and i would i would invite a few people to that conversation too but uh, yeah we do go, go into nebraska i've got a a friend of mine that has a shop down in bellevue that i if we can't service it um that we refer a lot of business and he can't work in iowa so we refer back and forth so if it's something to where I can't do it for whatever reason I've got a real I got a real good friend that I definitely refer um, a lot of our stuff to and and Chris and his people at solutions do a great job too so
0: before we let you go today Travis uh, the purpose of this podcast is we're raising awareness about what it is that you do and also about opportunities for younger people Mm -hmm. to get involved. What kind of feedback have you been getting? Because I know that a lot of the folks that have come in here have given some great information, and uh, we do encourage you if you're listening and you haven't heard those podcasts to go back and listen to them. Mm -hmm. But what are some of the feedback that you're getting from folks?
1: You know, the the feedback that I've gotten, some people, I've gotten some really good feedback. My biggest thing is, you know, is, is a younger generation interested enough to listen to what I'm saying? You know, that, that's the thing that we don't know, and that's hard to judge. But, uh, you know, having, you know, people like we had Matt Argensinger, you know, and, you know, some of the other people that we've had in, in here, you know, with the schools and whatnot, I think they understand it. I think them people help get the word out because it's like, hey, did you hear this guy? on here and here's what he's talking about. So, and I think people understand, I've had a few people reach out to me and say, Hey, I've heard your podcast. Hey, I got so-and-so that might be looking to get into this, you know, and listen, I want to have that conversation or my son, sometimes I'll let my son or Justin or one of the other guys talk and have, um, you know, that conversation. I mean, this isn't all, um, you know, listen, it's dirty work. I mean, it, you know, you know, it, it, it is. You're going to be hot and sweaty in the summer and cold and, you know, sometimes whatever in the wintertime. But it's very rewarding, you know, in, in its own way. And it all depends on what you want to do. So to get that person an opportunity, what you find is a lot of these kids are like, yeah, I don't mind, you know. You know, like I said, a lot, there's a lot – I say kids. There's a lot of young adults that don't necessarily want to sit and play video games or Xbox or, you know, count to 10, you know, do that kind of stuff all day long. So
0: – I meet
1: people and meet
0: young people who fly in opposition of that typical stereotype of what you're talking about we have a we have an intern working here at the radio station now Mm -hmm. that is phenomenal she She, is so oh yes she's six three yes she is she's taller than i am and that's rare yeah i (laughs) mean
1: she's a tall she's tall but you've talked about her being Really good. She's,
0: so. she's very good. She's very conscientious. When it comes to what we do here with this podcasting, she was taking care of things that I hadn't even shown her how to do yet. Mm-hmm. And she said, no, it's done. I said, what? When did you figure that out? Oh, I just went back and listened to some other ones and figured it out.
1: And I was like, wow. Yeah. It's a technology. We're like, oh, this is great. Oh, yeah. I do this on my iPhone every week. It's like, really? <laughs> so so, so that, that's why we have TikToks and different things. It's, it's, young generations got all this technology figured out. You know, they're just letting us, they're wagging the tails what they're doing. We just don't know it yet.
0: Yeah, I think that, you know, guys that are, that are our age, and we start talking about, we're pre-Google. <laughs> <laughs> that's actually a thing now oh. you know we didn't have the internet when when we were younger but it's a different world and we need we need those younger people to know how to operate it
1: you know yesterday we we mondays and wednesdays is our training day so we have a from 7 30 to 8 30 or now we have training time in our shop and so they were having training yesterday and, and i i actually had to haul scrap over to carter light to go see the pe- nice people lakeside recycling so that's a you know, that's where I take a lot of our scrap metal. And, uh, but my techs were there training my people and, you know, they're talking about, Hey, we got this app and you know, if you sync your thermometer and do all this, I'm sort of thinking, you know what, when I got into this trade, it first of all, it was beer can cold. And then I went from beer can cold to, Hey, you got to use a slide scale to check your super heat, sub and all the other stuff you got to do on uh, air conditioner, and You got to do this on a furnace. But I said, you know what? I used to carry a milk crate with like train and carrier rooftop units. So if I got a job and I needed to find out something, you weren't going to call the supply house and, and find out right away. You had to have somewhere to look up, and we had literally two milk crates full of these books. You know, we didn't have, we didn't have right. that. You know, and, and so you just you had to figure it out, or you know, sometimes you had to wing it, or even farmer fix it once in a while till you could get you know a correct answer for it and these guys now they don't know how good they have it
0: no and sometimes it was just you now you just live with it i had my grandfather had a neighbor that said that uh, he had a beer mower and <laughs> what that meant was he could mow until it ran out of gas and then he would have to sit and let the motor cool down before it could start again and so he'd sit and have a beer and by the time the beer was done uh-huh. then the, the engine was cool enough he could start it again <laughs> That was his beer mower. <laughs> Somebody
1: came along and fixed that thing for him and he was not happy. <laughs> I was gonna say, well now I got now I gotta drink and drive on my mower, which you know, if you're in your yard, that's okay. So <laughs> <laughs>
0: <laughs> we appreciate your time sir and uh, as always uh some more great information and again we encourage you to get signed up for that maintenance program because ultimately it's going to save you money uh,
1: it you know what it, it's it, we try to pre-plan we call you to, to schedule it so you don't generally have to call into the office um it helps keep your equipment and in- peak top shape and, and you know it's being checked out by a company hopefully you know like and trust and you know if you do have an issue after hours guess what we're not going to charge you the service call or the diagnostic as we call it to come out if you're on that program as long as you're on it so
0: Travis Waldstein Airserve heating and air conditioning and council blast the podcast is circle of trades please we do encourage you to go back and listen to previous episodes and uh, be watching for future episodes each week until next time take care